Tyler, welcome to season four of Innuendo Podcast. Holy crapoli. It's good to be back. It is outstanding <laughs> to be back. I am so excited to be in here in a new space. Yes. And we will divulge on that shortly yep. because there is a lot to be excited about in here today. Absolutely. We yes. are fresh off of a... Is it Three or four months. It was a very long break. I think our last episode was either late November or early December. That's how long ago it was. I actually don't recall the exact, like, even week that we finished. Or month, even. No, so much has happened. Yeah. And we cannot wait to to get stuck into it, can we? Mate, literally so much has happened. Like, just listing a few things. Like, this is the longest run sheet we've ever put together. So, strap yourself in, um, because this is going to be an awesome show. Like... We've got a lot of very good shit here. Like, there's some AFL talk. Round one is this weekend. Can you believe that? Um, we're going to absolutely rip this test series over in India, a royal new one. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to talk so much about that. But let me let me just tell you the few things that are in this like sort of off the top element. I would love to hear today's them. episode. Um, so, most excitingly. Like we've got our new footy tipping competition. Our footy tipping innuendos AFL footy tipping competition. Yep. So that I feel is the most exciting part of the show. Has been launched on socials. Yeah. People are jumping on board left, right, and centre. I'm copying emails. I'm copying <laughs> direct messages on Instagram. I'm getting abused. Uh, yep. Over the process, which is remarkably easy. <laughs> it is amazingly easy. But I, that people will still continue to find flaws in it somehow, it's even just, though it is flawless. It's just because we are involved in running the show. Yeah. Which means means that there is, a, is an element of um, lapsidaisicalness. We are yeah. magnets to criticism. Yeah, absolutely we are. But So I think that is like just the golden nugget of, of today's show. This mm. is the footy tipping. We're going to like rip into that very soon, tell you how to sign up. There is great prizes up for grabs. The other things that are included, just in this first little snippet of the episode, I got married over the off-season. That's one thing. You're yes. off to New Zealand next week. I got a new job. We had a buck show that we were both a part of. Um, we are in a brand new studio. So I just... Oh, and we also had the off-season from hell. Mm. It, podcast style. Yeah. Like, everything in life, obviously. Wedding, bucks, trips, new job, new studio. That's all going great. But fuck me, Dad. Did we have the off-season from hell in regards to podcast life? We certainly did. But... Um as always, we came out victorious. Oh, yeah. And uh, we don't know how, <laughs> but... Um, Do you mean victorious as in, like, we still exist as a as a product? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Because I didn't feel any victories really came our way until quite literally two days ago when we locked in this brand new space. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a win we needed. That was a win. A win very much against the... The, the, uh, the flow of momentum. Oh, my goodness. Because, like, literally, it was so shit... This off-season, we at one point didn't actually have a podcast on Apple or Spotify anymore. Mm. That is how chronic it got. Yeah. Um, mm. we, were at, we were at the lowest of lows when it came to podcasting. Meanwhile, being at the highest of highs in life. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> having, yeah, so having got married all, all in amongst them. Very her. bittersweet <laughs> period of time. We were certainly looking um, very unwell oh, there as absolutely. a podcast unit, yep. but you were looking rather... Rather um, prosperous as a human being, yeah. Getting like, uh, tying the knot with your beautiful Ellie. Yes, be- my beautiful wife Alicia. I, I can now say that. Yeah, that's crazy. Married man, crazy talk. So where do we where do we start this unbelievable show? I think we. I would love to quickly 
touch on the footy tipping. Yes, I know enough. we'll get to your wedding in yep. a second, which was a monumental day. Yes. Great day. Great day. And I was very honoured to be a uh, groomsman. Yeah, big part of it. Almost forgot the word there. <laughs> but uh, that was... That's old news now. Incredible. Um, but yeah, AFL footy tipping. So we have launched our own footy tipping competition this year, as any listeners that have been on our socials yes. would be familiar with. Yes. Um, we are proud to announce today as well, we announced on Monday, that Lady Luck, Cafe Lady Luck in Mount Barker, yes. they are sponsoring uh, Innuendo's footy tipping this year. Yeah, and that is that is huge news for the podcast. Again, like all these things, like we had the off-season from hell, but all these things came together very quickly. I reckon I signed this deal hours before mm. we recorded this episode. You signed the deal, did you? Yeah, signed the deal. Fantastic. Yeah. So let me let so me we tell had a you. Deal put to us then. Yes, deal was put Fantastic. on the table. That, yeah. Well, that's a that's a <laughs> re- revelation for me. No, because but I, I assumed that we had approached Lady well, Luck. Well, we did approach them. <laughs> yeah. God, what a shock! Here I was thinking we were really under the pump, and yep. you were just getting contracts. Landed oh, on your desk. Willy-nilly. Yeah, we might not have a podcast, but we do have a sponsor. Oh, well done, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we've got um, Lady Luck Cafe, who are just uh, fantastic people. And uh, they're just off the main street in Mount Barker. So please go and um, suss them out. They do a tremendous job. They Great do a, coffee. They do a mean oat latte. Oh, and a they, very they good d- chicken do burger. an incredible oat latte. Yep. And a fantastic latte with two sweeteners as well, <laughs> as I can personally vouch for, yeah. um, <laughs> inadvertently. Yes. Um, but so they have come on board as our uh, footy tipping sponsor, t- sponsoring the competition, which means that there is a $400 Cash prize for the first oh, placed winner in this year's competition. So please get on board, plus the weekly prizes. But yeah, huge, huge news. So footy gets underway tomorrow, would you believe? That would be Thursday. Yes. So yeah. make sure you sign up. Definitely then. sign up. So um, visit tipping.afl.com.au. That'll take you directly to the tipping um, screen and you can enter our competition code there which is available on our instagram account and on our facebook as well yeah and we're on twitter now as oh well. yes so we are we've relaunched we'll, uh, our we'll whack the uh, the code on there too yeah I reckon. we've got eight followers on twitter at the moment but that's because we did we did launch twitter uh back in 2020 mm. and um have kind of not even batted an eyelid towards it since until earlier today again Big day for oh, the We flat out neglected it <laughs> yeah, and intentionally. Yeah. Um, but we are back on there yeah. now, in some shape or form. 100%. Now, from one sponsorship plug to another, um, Tyler, where are we today? And we recording at, for the rest of the season. Yeah, we're at Ray White in Woodside. Yeah. And that is our home for 2023. Yeah. And we are very excited to be here. We have to give a huge, huge oh. shout out to our man, Johnny Zealy from Ray White, Adelaide Hills. Yes. And... We had a conversation with Johnny in the off-season yep. and we said, Johnny, you are so good. You are so good at finding people homes. Yeah. <laughs> you are the man yes. for it, yep. really. And so I, find us a home. How about something closer to heart, perhaps? <laughs> how about something that would involve finding us a home, yep. the podcast? And yep. he said, you know what, Tyler? I know just the location. Yep. And we were sold on the dot. Straight away. And here we are. Yeah. He has taken us in with open arms and yep. we are recording at Ray White's. Woodside. Ray White Woodside. So this episode... Now, Johnny Zilly from Ray White Adelaide Hills is our inaugural sponsor. This man is an absolute weapon. And this episode is brought to you by Ray White Adelaide Hills. 
all your real estate needs, don't hesitate to get in touch with Johnny. His details are in our link tree on Instagram. Outstanding. So, oh, I love just saying that. Yeah. And I love being here. This is a wonderful room. I must say, I, this is the favourite um, destination for me so far. Good. That we've recorded Good. in. I think we've only been going for five or so minutes, but I freaking love it in here. Yeah, me too, mate. So, yeah, appreciate Johnny for, um, yeah, helping us out here with the studio this year and yeah. a big shout out to Ray White as well. They are definitely the leaders in the real estate game. Absolutely. In the Adelaide Hills. So, that's the admin out of the way. And... All right, mate. Shall we lick the stamp? <laughs> what? Shall we lick the stamp? Lick the stamp. I don't quite. I'm, I'm not following. Shall we lick the stamp and <laughs> send it? Yeah, let's send it. Yes, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for. Um, yeah. Wow. I didn't realize. So obviously, we know that you are like an old man yeah. in regards to just picking up the lingo. Very old. Now that you're married, that's yeah. probably adding a ten percent tax. Oh, absolutely. On top yeah. of that. So I, I am, I am aging by the by the second mm. these days. Yep. I fell down the stairs. On, yes, you did. Yeah, on um, I had a fall. God, yeah, on Monday wasn't last that week. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm very sorry to hear that. But I selfishly, firstly, I thought I hope he's alright. Yeah. <laughs> and secondly, I thought uh, content. <laughs> you no, put a hole in the wall. I did put a hole in the wall. Yes. It's a very married man thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Pull down the stairs in your own home. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's very. I'm very old. Like I said, it's like yeah, classic. Oh, bloody dad's had another fall. Yeah. That type, type thing. You can't leave him at home anymore. No. He's gonna have to move into a smaller house with uh, no stairs. So. You going alright though? You, I'm okay? fine. I've got a large bruise. Oh damn. In um yeah on my on my behind. Oh. <laughs> that is no good. No. Um, that stairs related. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that was quite a fright. That was yeah. no good. Yeah. Not uh, not the way to start your week, no. let me tell you. No. Never quite know with you, do you? No. Yeah. No. That's right. <laughs> bruise on the ass. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Anyway. <laughs> bruise on the what a dynamic start! <laughs> yeah, so um, to this season, I must say that the day of your wedding. Yes. What was the date again? February twenty first. <laughs> Jan twenty first. January twenty first. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. God, that was <laughs> an accident. Um, you are very lucky to have such special people in your life. Yes. Which made the wedding such a special day. Yeah. I uh, one of the great days. I yes, think. And, thank um, you. You and Ellie just looked incredible. You uh, you looked very dapper, my Thank friend. You. And Thank you. Uh, we had a great morning getting ready together. Me, you, uh, your best man, Josh Hannam. Yep. Uh, longtime friend, Ben Thomas. Yes. And your brother, Sam. Yeah. Uh, that was, yeah, a, a great morning. And you're, uh, you're a mother and father, um, Joe and... Shane looked after us really well. Yes. It was such a good morning. We, yep. we loved it. And um, yeah, had a great day on wedding day. And and Ellie, she looked beautiful. Yes, she did. Mate, so congratulations again. Thank you. And what do you have to say for yourself, you <laughs> lucky bastard? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Bro. I don't know what to say there. I was like, do I roast him or do yeah. I <laughs> say something nice? Or? No, that is, that is just the classic... Aussie man response to their mate getting married is like you are a lucky bastard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just can't say a sincere well done. I'm very. No, happy I did. For I said congratulations. Did, I said he looked dapper did, and did, all no, the rest of it. Yeah, and then you had to. Yeah. Um, no, it was. It was. They say the best day of your life. Absolutely, hundred percent was. Um, 
El and I did do a lot of planning to uh, make it the day that it was, and um, we got just a stunning day. Howard's Vineyard was incredible in Mount Barker, and like I think what made it was people we both had like invited, like everyone could come, which was fantastic, and also the people that were involved in helping to plan it. Like I said, Howard was amazing, but we also had like incredible photographer in in Dave, and the musician was awesome. Mason um, Ash Rayson, who's a friend of the podcast as well, was mm. our videographer, and like. My auntie was the, the celebrant. Um, oh, Anth- Anthea, she is a she is a ripper. She is a ripper. So, um, yeah. everyone that was that was involved um, in the day just made it so special, and also like made it so like it was. It, I, I was really chilled on on the day. Like I got a little nervous uh, probably around an, an hour before we we left. Um, but like on on the morning of, I just I went down the street, got a coffee, um, had a bit of a walk, and I was just like. I'm feeling bloody great. I, I was expecting to be nervous as hell, mm. but because I knew that it was so well planned and we had such great people involved, that's what made me feel really, really relaxed. Actually, um, so nah. I and then throughout the day, it was just like I was just in a in a spin of how grateful and amazing everyone was, and um, yeah, it was it was truly the best day. That I can ever remember. Fantastic. And I know you were acting like Braveheart just then, saying <laughs> that how relaxed you were on wedding day. But <laughs> Thursday at the oh rehearsal, God. you were well and truly shitting it. You you I were was. absolutely nowhere <laughs> on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was cactus. But you saw me like both times at my worst. I reckon that Thursday at the rehearsal, I was I just didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. I wasn't even taking anything in. And then that do you remember the sad day? Before or the Friday night? Oh, before the yeah, wedding. when you had a meltdown and we <laughs> went for um, the shittest nachos in the world. Yes. We will not name the the culprit, yeah. But we can claim that um, oh. at Henley Beach, yeah, there, there it is. Henley Beach is home, yeah, to the shittest nachos <laughs> in the world. We won't tell you where, yeah, but there are some seriously shit nachos <laughs> going on there, and it was very fitting. It was because the eye was hungry and I'd yeah. had a relatively good day, yeah. But you had had anything but. No. So I, when you got there, you were in a world of hurt <laughs> yeah. mentally, um, very stressed out. Yeah. And we, um, a, a shit bowl of nachos yeah. was very suitable <laughs> yeah. to your mood. Yeah. Henley Beach is the home to the shittest bowl of nachos and to my largest meltdown, I yeah. reckon. <laughs> <laughs> and we were melting that day because it was 40 oh, degrees. How too. hot was it as well? 40 yeah. degrees. Yeah. <laughs> And you also decided to be very kind and, and buy me a, a Hawthorne Guernsey, like just out of the blue, which was a lovely surprise. Fuck, I'm a nice guy. You eh? are, but then I had to put the fucking thing on when I when we went for a walk. Mm. Remember, just to add another layer to what I was already wearing. So not only were you hot, but you looked like a flat out <laughs> flog as well due to wearing a Hawks Guernsey. But <laughs> I did wear it on the inside of my t-shirt. Yeah. So that yeah. there you go. But like, yeah, God, that was a hot day, and I was I was spiraling out of control. Mm. Um, yeah, but I think uh, I think the wedding planning had hit um, the part of um, the. I, I just need to have this done now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, no. So planning a wedding. If you've done it before, you know what I'm talking about. Mm. It's friggin' both amazing and incredibly shit at the same time. Monstrous. Um, but honestly, um, wouldn't have done a thing differently. 
No, no I'm, I'm glad. It yeah. was it was great. Worth all the planning and the meltdowns. Yeah, and, and we had a great time the day after the wedding too. We went for a, um, a breakfast at um, Ellie's uh, parents' place, yes. at, um, Peter and Jody's. Yes. That was, that was wonderful. That and was wonderful. Um, my partner, Alicia, was down for the wedding yep. and we had just like the best weekend ever. Oh, that's so good. it was incredible. We'll, we always reflect on that weekend as like a really, really special one. Yeah, and, no, that's great. And um, yeah. Very, uh, very big shout out to um, Peter and Jody for organising that morning because yes. that just topped it off. Absolutely, it did. Now, disclaimer: Tyler is talking about a different Alicia. To oh, yeah, both dating an Alicia. Okay, yes. so yep. any confusion that um, may arise, um, just um, no, everything is under control. Yep, different Alicias. Both beautiful girls. Yeah, it has to be said. <laughs> Definitely, um, but. You have one, and I have one. Yes, absolutely. Yep. I so remember we when are by no no means sharing. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in case anyone is out there just scratching their head, their ears out of joint. Going, wow, hang on. <laughs> I knew these guys were close, but I actually yeah, had no idea. So, um, no, when you did tell me that, because um, when when we when we did lock in that um, your partner was going to come, yes, um, I I didn't know what her name was just yet. You were like, oh, actually, no. Because you were in in my groom's party, and um, you, you just started seeing said partner. Yes. And I was like, right, do you want to invite a guest? Mm. And you were like, um, yeah, I, I think I will actually bring a partner if if that's okay. And then I sort of <laughs> said, well, can I have their name? And you said, um, power, power move. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's your fiance. <laughs> yeah, and you were like, um, yes, um, I'll be bringing Alicia. And I was like, no, <laughs> I will be bringing Alicia. <laughs> what is her name? You're like, it is Alicia. Yeah. Like, oh, well, shit. Yeah, yeah, got your good one there. No, she's lovely as well. She is a beautiful, beautiful girl. Yeah. And we, are, as you mentioned earlier, we were off to New Zealand yes. for another wedding. Yes. Yeah, so, so wedding's on tour. Wedding's on tour. Let's and go. you are freaking well leaving me here yes. to do the podcast on my own next week. We'll, we'll get that to, we'll get to that a little bit later. Dear, oh dear. I think you might have a turn if yeah. we get, get yeah. too involved um, yeah. in that early. But yeah, shout out to um, my Alicia. She'll be listening <laughs> this week. <laughs> this is going to be a nightmare yeah, this, this year, little, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> little shout out for you so there we are my darling yeah that's yep. good no i think for the most part because you're you've got an art leash with an a yes. at the start so she's always alicia isn't she she doesn't really yep. shorten i can't call her like ali ali no so ali like Cat. i i've got elisha with e at the start yes. so she's often ellie or Thank L, God for so that. maybe we'll just have to stick with that yeah sorry l but that's your name now yeah for yep. For the good of the podcast. Pop that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's not going anywhere now. <laughs> Very true. She's locked in. Yeah, she's locked in. Fantastic. So where do we want to go from from here? Um, I don't really mind, to be honest with you. There's so much to talk about. I think we, whilst we're on this, um, we'll get into some sport very soon. Yeah. We'll get into some sport very soon, we promise. But um, maybe the Buck Show? Yes, I think that's a very solid we place d- to turn. Bit of a disjointed show this week. Yeah. Um, a lot of general stuff at the top because yeah. there's just been a fuckload. <laughs> um, yeah. So wrap your ears around yeah. it because yeah, that's the reality. Yeah. And so this, yeah, this is a different show. show to normal because yeah. like when you get married and have a Buck Show and... There's trips to New Zealand and there's footy tipping competitions and there's new studios. It just has to be addressed off the top. 100%. So bloody deal with it. And I also want to say quickly before we get into the Bucks show is I'm really big on almond croissants now. Right. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. is my, like, you've had a big 
off season. Yeah. You got married and stuff and you got a new job and yeah. everything, but I love almond croissants. Equally as important. Yeah. Almond croissants are fucking incredible. Yeah, they are. And so, we have the best almond croissants cafe next to our house. Really? Where? Scala. Scala Bakery. They didn't have any when we went there. No, they sell out very quick. Right. Yeah. Do they have like a liquid Potentially inside Potentially a job for a chat for another time. Possibly. Yes, yeah. but they both they, they do sell liquid inside and unliquid fired. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. So now that that's done, <laughs> we will move on to the Buck Show. Yeah, I do want to actually get into this Buck Show, but I'm a little distracted because I was just watching Travis Head bat and he just got stupid bold for 90. Yeah. Upsetting. Yeah. Mm. He, we were just saying before, yes. um, before we started today, how he needed a ton overseas. I know. Yeah. And he, oh, he was batting so well. He, Axar Patel has finally bloody turned one. So when the test mat series is dead. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that shortly ah. because I do want to chat about your buck show. Thanks, Smith's in now. Yeah. <laughs> Just keeping everyone updated that's yeah. already listened and watched this test. <laughs> yeah, is aware of yeah. what's going on. Yeah, we will actually chat about the test match in in a few in the test series in a few minutes. But yes, that buck show, that was jolly good. Yeah, that was a, a huge day. Yeah. Good day. Had a lot of fun. Yeah, terrific day. Peaky Blinders themed, yes. of course. Yes. We all looked very good. And it had a very nice moment when I got to the Stealing Hotel and walked in and um, just saw everyone in their gear. Yeah. And I was like, everyone's bought in. I know. Because everyone know. wants to dress like a Peaky Blinder. I know, exactly. I mean, I loved it. Yeah, I'm, I would dress like that most days. Absolutely. If I could. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, if we would need like sort of more Birmingham weather to be able to get around in that. Because we were hot, we were hot. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah. It, it was, it was, it would have been thirty-eight degrees on our buck on my on my buck show day, mm. um, and bloody oath, it was warm as hell. Now you did mention we started at the Sterling Hotel, um, and for the most part, everyone, I didn't know a single thing about the buck show, and everyone did a great job at um, leaving it that way, except for you. Oh. <laughs> You were hopeless. Fuck, fuck off. <laughs> you were hopeless. It was amazing how many... One slip up. No, it was about four in a row. Oh, four yeah. slip ups in one minute, I reckon it was. <laughs> <laughs> so Josh Hannum, uh, my best man, great friend of the show. He'll yes. actually be recording with us next week while you're in New Zealand. Yes. So that will be a wild show. So definitely tune into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. Yeah, you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope you do. Mm. You'd better. Josh did a wonderful job of of planning the bulk of it. I don't know how much the rest of my groomsmen did have to do with it. But anyway, it was a wonderful day. I didn't day. do heaps. Okay. I did enough. Right. <laughs> um, I actually got called out on that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um, pretty heavily. Yep. <laughs> About 10 beers deep and took it to heart <laughs> yeah. very strongly. <laughs> Josh was making sure he got the credit, was he? Yeah. Um, anyway. And <laughs> Fractures. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, um, as you were. As I was, that's right. So, Josh did a great job. And now, all of, my instructions were, right, I didn't know I didn't know a thing. He'd kept the whole thing silent. And my instructions were start in Mount Barker. So, stay at your mum and dad's place in Mount Barker on the night before um, and dress as Peaky Blinders theme. Right, yep. that was all I knew. And everyone was doing a very good job at trying to ruin it for me accidentally. Um, and I would have to step in and say, oh, no, I actually, I actually don't know anything. So I'll just hold you right there. Um, so, and I didn't actually know whether I was being stitched up and would be the only one wearing Peaky Blinders. That was what I was 
sort of expecting to um, to to be doing, and everyone else is just wearing something else. That'd be funny. Yeah, and I'm there in damn it, almost a three piece suit. <laughs> Should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I was expecting to be stitched up, um, hardcore, which I eventually was stitched up multiple times throughout the day. <laughs> um, but that, anyway, the night before, or I reckon it was two days before. In fact, you've <laughs> ring, you've rung me up, and you've said, um, "Oh, so how are you feeling for for sad day?" Um, Blah blah blah. Do you know what's going on? I said, now I don't know what's I don't know what's going on. I must say, he's like, t- you said straight after that, you've said, okay, do you need a lift to Sterling then? Fuck off. And I was like, I didn't know we were going to Sterling. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> you knew we were going to Sterling. <laughs> I was like, no, I didn't. Oh, Josh has not okay. told me anything. And you're like, oh, okay, no, <laughs> well, we start. We're going to the Sterling Hotel. I was like. Well, n- now I know that. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. And then, then once we'd sort of um, got over that part of it and that we all knew that we were on the same page of going to Sterling, you've then re- reignited the conversation by trying to steer me somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mate, shut up. I will see you on Saturday <laughs> <laughs> for oh. what did turn out to be an extraordinary day. Yeah, it was a huge day. Huge day. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. But we, oh, we, I really wish we did get you with that, like make you dress <laughs> up. Like, imagine if we I, we just said like, okay, we're going to go as like, I don't know, Lint Chocolatiers. <laughs> 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 you know, like with a big white tool cap or something. Yeah. And then we all just all ended up there in Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Well, that yeah. would have been funny. That would have been good as well. Yeah, damn I'm it. glad it turned out. Um, now, if you do want to look at us, um, I think you put it up. On our podcast yeah, page. Yeah, it's on our pod page. On I cannot stress enough how incredible everybody looked. Like, everyone absolutely got into the theme. Yep, and so. like you said, everyone does want to dress like a Peaky Blinder because they are frightening cats. Definitely. So, at Innuendo Podcast, check yep. it out. Yeah. Um, also want to say before we wrap up the wedding and yep. Buck Show and Ring Talk and... All of that. What not? <laughs> ring Talk. <laughs> yeah. Don't mean a thing Little without... lowbrow. Don't, <laughs> don't mean a thing without a ring. Um... Yes. Not everyone is excited by the prospect of a wedding, as I found out. Um, oh. I go to a running group in the city, Runners, yes. Runners One, yes. on Tuesday mornings, and I overheard a conversation shortly after yep. your wedding when I was going for uh, we're doing a warm up, and um, one of the girls said to her friend, obviously Je- hadn't seen each other in a while. Gee, that Josh Teagle looked like a flog on his <laughs> wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the previous conversation, <laughs> but she said, "What's been happening?" Yeah, to her friend. She didn't say it like that. She was kind of an understated lady. Yeah. She said, what's been happening? And um, her friend goes, I got engaged. Oh, Real excited. Congratulations. And her friend replies, oh, congrats. Oh, <laughs> no. That's not, that's not the response. So um, just be, just appreciate yeah. our happiness for you because <laughs> no, not everyone is, is as intoxicated by the prospect of love. No. That's so unfortunate. I had, a, I had a giggle to that because how flattening would that be? Yeah. You've just shared the biggest news of your life, yeah. arguably. Yeah. And you just get hit back with an, oh, congrats. Oh, yeah. Okay. Carry on then. Mm. Yeah. Like that, I did see a, a TikTok video the other day that was quite funny. And it was this couple that had just got engaged and they'd rung their, um, the, the, the couple rung like the bloke's best friend. And he said, oh, um, mate, I just got to let you know that um, me, Stephanie's not my girlfriend anymore. And he's just gone, oh, mate. Thank God that t- oh, she no. was a total bitch. I absolutely <laughs> hated her. And then he's like, oh, no, so she's not my girlfriend. She's actually my fiance. Oh, <laughs> my God. And he's like, oh. Oh, <laughs> so, no. Sorry. She, the girl absolutely lost her shit as well. That she's like, Stefan, what the fuck? 
Yeah, wow. I'm right here. And then probably further vindicating yep. the um, friend's yep. opinion that she's a bitch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's no coming back there. No, absolutely Unlucky not. everyone involved. Right. Um, what I want to do now... Is um, maybe the test match. Is I want to delve into this but test series. One thing I have to say, and I'm f- fucking furious about this <laughs> at you. Like me. Got a bone what? to pick with you. Okay. I have a new haircut. Oh, yeah. And you haven't said anything. Mate. It you wasn't, haven't said shit. It wasn't on the run sheet. <laughs> My head's in here. My head's fucking in front of the run sheet. <laughs> Could have happened before the wedding. Mm. Oh, what was that meant to me? <laughs> <laughs> no, huh? looks lovely. Thank you. It looks lovely. Let Went me to the you. Star Wars barber. Yeah, at uh, Marion. I always enjoy going to the Star Wars barber at Marion because you? you can chat about Star Wars with the person. That's oh, cutting Star your Wars barber. Star God. Wars barber. Yeah, you so astound I, me with that sort of gear. So I, I normally go there and have a chat, but I got, I got, I got someone that really put me on the back foot the other yeah. day. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of small talk, and I said, um, just a bit of small talk. I thought I'll just start the conversation. Yep. I said. Said, oh, so you like Star Wars? Yeah. And he goes, Well, mate, I wouldn't be working here if I didn't. <laughs> and you know you just get hit with a response like yeah. that? I was just like, fuck, that's yeah. flattening. He'd hear that five times a day though. Yeah. So like, you don't need to be such a dick. You can't about be her. poor and just ask him again. I was just thinking, like, fuck you when he, when he said that. But I was kind of at his mercy though. Yeah. Because he's holding the scissors. Yeah. And, true. And, and the blade. And the blade. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, he could seriously fuck me up here. He could. If I, if I fight back, yeah. I am a powerless. And he has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First, I don't notice the haircut and then I rip you about it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> take that hat off, see what you're rolling with at the minute. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. quite sharp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very oh, good. That's good. Speaking of games, <laughs> I yes. want to talk about the Speaking cricket. Speaking of games, um, Let's get this back right. on track. But with a haircut, you do have to be prepared to look shit for a couple of days. Oh, absolutely. It's an yeah. awful experience. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to look like dog shit for a couple <laughs> of days here, and then it's going to look good. Yeah. Um, Nothing worse than being caught caught with a new haircut. No, definitely not. Absolutely. So yes, this test match, this yeah. test series. Um, where to begin? Where to end on it? I don't know. Um, firstly, I think I'm going to say off the top. Yes, I think the test series has been very good for Australia. Good for Australia. I think it's okay. been good right. overall. Yeah. Um, we were challenged. Yeah. We looked like we were in a world of trouble. Yeah. We rebounded. Um, we found some spinners. Mm-hmm. Found two very good spinners who seemingly. Seem to be up to it. Yep. And we've we, we've had uh, one batsman score 90 just in the last things. We've had two batsmen score 100. Yes. So we can now go back to India in a couple of years' time knowing that we've got a few blokes that can handle themselves over there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, this looks like it's going to be a draw this last test. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Now you know, that you're rolling never, with never it. Never say never. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think it has been... I give it a, a pass mark. Okay. I'd yeah. give it like a seven out of ten. Sure. Hey everyone, great to be back for 2023. We are bloody frothing it. We in are here, and we have to thank our sponsor, Johnny Zealy, Ray White, Adelaide Hills. Yeah, he is a great man. Um, letting us use his um, his place of work as well. So if you do want um, any advice on buying or selling a home, come and visit Johnny. He's based in Woodside. He sells houses all over the Adelaide Hills, though. Great man, great real estate agent. So please come and 
knock on his door. Definitely Main Street of Woodside. Yes. So you can't miss it. No, you can't. And, oh, sorry. Ooh. I might just uh, take a sentence here, if that's okay. Yeah, do, please. Yeah, the AFL Tipping. Yes. Sponsored by Lady Luck. So excited. Cafe in Mount Barker. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> You're out. You're done. Go in and see um, Maddie and Taylor at Lady Luck. Um, they will sort you out with the great coffee, great food, great people. 100%, mate. Enjoy the rest of the show, yeah. guys. Get your tips in. Get your tips Get them in. in. Now. Please. There's absolutely nothing more thrilling. Like I, I love watching Australia play test cricket overseas mm. in, in foreign conditions. Um, I, I've... I was so excited to to watch this test series and and just the all of the different avenues towards it. Like, I don't, I don't remember the last time Australia even had to think about playing three spinners in a test match. Like, that's what test cricket is all about. Um, Australia in their home conditions, near on unstoppable. Like our pace attack is sublime. Um, our batsmen are just too strong in home conditions. But then the whole thing gets just turned on its head completely mm. when you go to India or to England or play any any other nation in their in their home country um, and that is why test cricket is is so in, incredible there's no bigger home ground advantage than there is in in test match cricket um, and I was so bloody excited for this test series especially because I, I've been a bit sick of watching Australia just dominate teams in in Australia. But heading over there, I was like, right, we've got a very settled lineup. Batsmen were firing, bowlers were, were firing. We, we need to find a couple new spinners, um, all of the these aspects of playing probably the best cricket nation in the world at the moment in, in India in their home conditions. And then my interest went in this series went from 100% to about one percent when Trevor Head got dropped. Yeah, I could not bloody believe that. That was the most cruel thing to to put on a professional athlete who was the top top five batsman in the world, Australia's informed batsman, and just for for him to be dropped out of nowhere was 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 cruel. And as a result, I I wanted them to battle in that first test. Mm. Um, I I was like, well, if you lose, I you bloody deserve it. Yeah. And God, Tr- Cricket Australia does whatever it possibly can to upset the nation and the public. Like, it was just bizarre. Well, whatever way you look at that decision, it was just diabolical. Oh, absolutely. It did not make any sense because my, my, my main issue was, okay, not only is he the form test batter yeah. in the Australian team and one of the form test batters in the world. Yeah. The only way he's going to improve in the subcontinent mm. is by yeah. um, playing there. Absolutely. So if he doesn't get an opportunity to play in India, are you just going to leave him out of your team every time he yeah, goes? every time he goes overseas. Because that certainly hasn't been the case with David Warner. No. And he has scored, I'm going to get this slightly wrong, but he's scored, I think, 18 out of his 20 or 21 test hundreds mm. in Australia. Yeah. And yeah. the other couple have been in South Africa, I believe, which is the closest. Yeah. Um, comparison you're going to get to Australian pitches. Absolutely. So yeah. we are, it seems that we had rules for some and rules for another when it came to Travis Head. Yeah. He hadn't had really an opportunity. Travis Head was a different batsman at the end of this summer to the one that had 
toured the subcontinent yeah, previously yeah. as well. Yeah. So it's like you, you nearly cannot, um, like, unless there's a, a serious flaw in their technique that is like, right, he can't play spin. Mm. It's like you can't compare series because the no. last, I don't know whether he's been to India before, but the last time they went to the subcontinent was bloody 12 months ago when they went to Pakistan. And p- pitches are different in Pakistan as they are in India. So yeah. you can't compare anything to Indian conditions. Um, I'm actually not sure whether he went there last time. But the other thing that I just found bizarre about that decision was he's the incumbent player. Um, if you don't think he's up to it, he at least deserved the right to fail once mm-hmm. or twice over there. Like you said, David Warner had has has different rules and, and he's, he's the incumbent and he deserved the chance to, to have another crack over there because he's been a superstar for Australia for... Um, as long as I can remember. Mm. Um, but it seems like Travis Head never even got a chance to, to have that. And then they bring in Buddy Renshaw, who he hasn't earned his spot in the Australian side. No. that was It was just diabolical, like, like you said. Um, and when you're going into these treacherous conditions, the one thing that it is vital that you do not play with is the spirit of the team. Like mm. and that that just drove a dagger straight through the heart of I was I was so flat of the public and the team itself. And he was playing with confidence I too. Know. That's like that that has to count for something as yeah. well. He would have carried a lot of confidence into that series only to have the opportunity taken away from him. Yeah. I think it was like horrible. They got they got one right with Peter Hanscom, I think. Yes, he, he, oh, I totally he's been really good yep. this series. Um yep. and he was. I, I one thing I have enjoyed is watching the way different players have approached it. Mm. Hanscom's he's always played the ball late, yeah. Um, but that was one thing he did. Yeah, um, played off the back, has played off the back foot um, mm. predominantly, and has has looked pretty good in doing so. Yeah, that was a smart pick. So mm. if if it was Hanscom in, obviously the extra spinners in. Um, I think everyone is at peace with that decision, at least for the first test. If Travis had gets a couple ducks or looks all at sea, change it up then. Yeah. But the other thing with him is he's a brilliant spin bowler as well mm. as, a, as a part-timer. He's, he's more than a part-timer. Um, so to, to put a, a Matt Renshaw into the team who was instantly under all the pressure in the world because he's just coming out of nowhere, mm. taking Travis Head's spot, which he, I'm sure he would have felt very uncomfortable about, he was just absolutely set up to fail as as anyone else was. Definitely, um, it was it was amazing. And, and one thing with Head as well, he is one of the few game changing players in te- in world cricket. Yeah. Um. In in Test cricket, I should say, there's a lot of these sorts of players in in 2020 and and one day cricket because you you have to have that point of difference. But Test cricket. There's a lot of players that are that are quite similar. Whereas I feel like there's only a handful of proper game changers in Test cricket that can rip a game away from the opposition in in 30 minutes or an hour. I feel like Jadeja is one of them. Ben Stokes is one of them, and and Ravi Ashwin. And I feel like Cam Green is becoming one of those mm. as well. You don't oh, if you've got one of these unicorn players. Wh- why do you need an excuse to to drop them? Yeah, none of them are ever getting dropped. Um, it was it was it was a criminal decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was not good. Um, 
very happy to see Cameron Green score his yeah. uh, maiden test ton. That yep. was fantastic. And yep. Usman Khawaja, he'd yep. have to be my favourite player yep. in the Australian setup. Silky. I reckon at the moment. He's just he's just got so much class about him. I love watching him bat. Yep. Um, he is fantastic and it's just a, great to have him back and, and performing the way he is. And yep. He's probably the form batsman in world cricket. Yeah, it? one of the. I think he's. I think he has scored the most runs in the world from a maybe an eighteen so far month, this year. Yeah, well. eighteen month period. Um, he he is he is outstanding to watch. So, it's such a it's a tough one. It's like has Australia how have they failed in India? I feel like from a PR and, and team management point of view, it's a resounding yes. Mm. Um, from all of the the different things that we've just spoken about um like add, add on top of that the selection of ashton agar and only for a second left arm off spinner to be flown in um from queensland two days before the next test match in in Kooneman. um it's like what was that that was just so strange to to see but we ha- we did see some arrival of, of some great players in in murphy and, and Kooneman, and, and i'm saying Cam Green as well because he really mm. um, that was that was the arrival of a superstar um, that innings in the final test. Um, but from a, um, a a cricket point of view, um, I, I'd say, like you said, it, it was good for them to. It was a good series overall from a result point of view because yes, they did lose, but India doesn't lose test series on their home um, on their home deck. I, I think I saw earlier today they've lost. Three out of thirty-eight series in India since mm. since the year two thousand, and they, they've also lost two of their last forty-five test matches over there. Yeah. So to to get a test match off of them is is a fantastic result for any touring time um, touring side, let alone one that put themselves under a tremendous amount of pressure um, in in their myriad of poor decisions from when it, when it comes to team management. Definitely, definitely, and. I know a lot of people out there might be thinking, oh, 2-1 or, or it's a bit of a band-aid over the fact that we had two horrific collapses at the start mm, of the series. Yeah, yeah. Yes, in a sense it is. But it also signifies that the team was able to arrest momentum and learn mm. from it. Yeah. Because what else would you have rather than do? Roll over and lose 4-0? Yeah. That isn't any better. Yeah. You actually want to be able to them to execute some changes and, yeah. and um, bounce back. And, and they certainly have done that. So yeah. I think... Um, I think on the basis of that, there's definitely been some promise. Yeah. See, the and the other thing with like with touring sides of, of any country really, and, and it's resounding in Australia, and, and I, I think half the reason why Australia always gains the ascendancy early in in Test match series in at home, like we we've won I think every Gabba Test bar one since mid eighties. Um, great record at the Adelaide Oval mm-hmm. as well, and pretty well every test venue is because we play at those venues early in the series. They're so different to every other ground in, in the world. And it takes touring teams so long to adjust to the conditions. Yeah. Um, Australia got smacked in the first two test matches. To me, that's not a surprise, even if they did pick um, an 11 that we were expecting them to, because it, it often does take, um, you know, two tests just to get used to being in another country, playing in another country, and then by the third and fourth tests, you're often you, you're often in the in the swing of it. But by that point, it's too late in the series. The series is gone. Mm. Um, India just needed to win 
two tests or, or, or draw the series and they and they and they retained the um, the Border Gavaskar trophy. So they were always in the box seat to win. So for Australia to actually win one test and um, and draw another one from a cricket point of view, I feel like it is a it is a win. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So from from Test match cricket to the AFL season, which I feel like it has just absolutely slapped me in the face this year. How soon it, it's come around the AFL season? It, it it feels like it's still the middle of summer. Thank God, thank God too, because um, we know what happened on Grand Final day. <laughs> so um, yes, that was still the most recent still, game played, um, wasn't it? Still, still getting over that. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to have my time away from the club. Yeah, I said that. And I'm back now. I'm invested. Yep. I'm oh, excited. I'm going to the round two Sydney v Hawthorne yes. game at the wow. SCG. I'm going to round five here in uh, Gather Round. Gather Round. That will be exceptional. Yeah, so um, make sure you get your tickets to that. And do not miss out because that do is a spectacle and a half to be. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, talking about footy, yes. which begins tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Richmond and Carlton. Yeah. The MCG. That time slot is back. At the MCG. At the MCG. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. Don't really know what that was. Oh, that was um, just a, a little bit of a song that I, I heard today in the car. Yeah, mm. right. Mm. God. Yeah, so that was that actually. Not so easy on the ears after no. all. Welcome to the tipping competition, Jacob Down. Well done, Jacob. Yep. We love that. Yeah. How now, good are those emails when they come through just yes. quietly? <laughs> yeah, your emails come through quicker because I only just got it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, AFL, uh, yeah. we're going to do a bit of a statement. Um, yes. You go first. We're going to put out a statement. Put out a statement. That's right. So, player. now, I'm excited about this. Uh, we're going to do a, a safe statement, a bold statement, and an outrageous statement right. for the upcoming um, season ahead. So, my safe statement, mate, is I reckon... Everyone that left Hawthorne will have a brilliant season this year. I think Jack Gunston's going to be exceptional for Brisbane. O'Meara's going to be awesome for Frio. And Tom Mitchell is just going to bloody tear the lights mm. down at, at Collingwood. I feel like the three... I was I was really shattered to lose those three players. Um, but I, I just think it, every place that those players went to, um, it made sense. Yeah. And I think they are going to really... Tear it apart this year. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I like that. I think that's a good call. Yeah. On the other hand, I think another safe statement is that Hawthorne will finish bottom by so much. Okay. Yeah. I, I'd, we're going to struggle to win a game this year, I reckon. Okay. Really poor. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love hearing that. What's your safety? My safe statement for, for this season. Um, Brisbane Lions finished top two. Yeah, that, I think that's pretty safe. They've, that they're going to be exceptional. They've this just year. enhanced their list. They yeah. were a, a good side last year. The hurdle's been a prelim. Um, we've seen that be a, be a hurdle for for teams previously, um, but they have added. They've got Young oh. Ashcroft, who's cream of the crop as yeah. far as draft picks go. They've yeah. added Jack Gunston. Yes, my man. Yes, looks really good in those Brisbane Lions colours too. Much, yeah. I mean, anyone would look better um, in other colours. Continue than on, brown and gold. Continue so, um, on. Well done, Jack. Yep. And um, Dunkley. Dunkley. He is That's going to be a star up Very there. handy. Definitely. So um, I think that's a safety for me. Yeah. Now, on to the bold statements. I reckon, now you just had a crack at my Hawks, um, so I'm going to return the favour. Cool. Um, I think, bold statement, Sydney loses round one to Gold Coast. Okay. They are their bogey side. 
They are. How many yeah. times has Sydney lost to Gold Coast just out of nowhere? Oh, I don't know. I haven't counted. <laughs> but that has a lot of times. Before. Yeah. It, it, it's the same movie every time. It, I don't know why, but, but Gold Coast really gets themselves up to play Sydney. And yeah. I feel like. Sydney, they can they can jump up and down as much as they want and say that they're they, they're over the grand final loss, but you don't get over that sort of loss straight mm. away. I, I I think they'll they'll still make the the top eight. They're still a very good side, but I, I think they might have a bit of a sluggish start. Your Swans, yeah, um, they got embarrassed in that grand final. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and and you just simply don't don't recover from that straight away. No, I, I know. Um, I I do. I do definitely share that sentiment. Yeah. I don't. I don't share the view that we'll get off to a slow start necessarily. Okay. I, I do know that it would have really left some scars on that group. Oh yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Well, but the last time we saw a, a a grand final team get properly embarrassed was was GWS. I mean, I know that um, Bulldogs lost the twenty lost to Melbourne in twenty twenty one by a large margin, but they were in that game till three quarter mm-hmm. time when GWS got smacked by Richmond. The club still hasn't recovered, mm. so it'll it'll be a great testament to Sydney if they can actually rebound and, yeah. and make the finals this year. Mm. So I feel like making the finals for them is a is a win. Yeah, yeah, I'd be I'd be wrapped if we made the finals. Yeah. I um I think that would be a great result. I still I, I still think we are a top four team. Yeah, definitely oh, top four team. Absolutely, yeah, it's, but, just um, it's just that mental demon. You know, yeah, definitely. All right. So that was your bold that statement. Was my boldy. My boldy is, um, I think St Kilda will finish bottom two. Yeah. How yeah. bad has their off-season been? The only uh, ones that have had a worse off-season is us. Yep. Like podcasting. I just cannot like... Just because North are still in the competition, Yeah, <laughs> I can't say they won't be the wooden spoon. Really? So that's why... I think I, North's better this year. Yeah. Yeah. I just... I, I think there'll still be a team that's worse than St Kilda. Yeah. Um, whether it is North or whether it's the Giants yeah. or... I... I I I can't see St Kilda being defiantly the worst side in the no, comp, but I, always, I think they're bottom two. They always show something. They show a little bit of pride, even when they are really going poorly. Yep. They they have had injury after injury after injury yep. this off season. Um, the one thing they couldn't have go wrong was a, another injury mm. to to Max King, and um, that happened. And yep. now Membry's out for a, a number of weeks and. Um, yeah, it's going to be a long, hard season for um, Ross Lyons, St Kilda. Yeah, yeah, I think it's so. exciting to say that again that Ross is back. <laughs> yeah, it is Ross the boss. Mm. I think, um, yeah, not it's not a slight on his him as a coach. Like, I think they will be better in time, maybe yeah. under him. They they will or they won't. <laughs> the great words of our friend Ryan Hill. He loves that saying. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think that's it's probably a relatively safe bold statement, I guess. Yeah, I mean, but they could make the eight. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. They, they they legitimately could make yeah. the eight. I mean, they are a side that if everything goes right for them, like no injuries over the off season, King has a great year, Steele is a a gun again. Um, they got a pretty strong backline in in Sinclair and and Wilkie's a good player as well. So if everything goes right for them, they they could make the top eight, but mm. it's just almost off the table. Um, before the season's even started for them, which is which is very sad for those long-suffering St Kilda fans. Yeah, and uh, what's your outrageous? Outrageous. Um, Fremantle to win the minor premiership. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I feel like, you know, that they did make the top... I think they finished around... They made the top six last year. And I feel like that's an outrageous statement because there is teams such as Geelong, Melbourne, Brisbane, Richmond, Sydney and Carlton... Who many would think um, would would 
just go above them in the yeah. in the way of um, lists and 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 whatnot. But I feel like they can win eighteen games this year, which which is what Geelong won last year. Yeah. Um, they have such an incredible home ground advantage. Um, I feel like they can make Optus Stadium a, a, an absolute fortress this year. They recruited well. They got O'Meara um, and and um, Luke Jackson in. Fife is is going to be um, really a key in the forward line. If he can if he can be the forward that they are desperately needing him to be, and Jackson can go down there and kick goals as well, and they they continue to kick goals from their midfield, which they sort of relied on last year. I think that they can absolutely knock the door down and and potentially win their first flag. Mm, yeah, that's a that is a big call. It is a big I like call. It. Yeah. My outrageous one is I think Crows to make the eight. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think okay, that is, Corns. That is a that is a roughie. That but is a roughie. I think we've seen it happen before where yeah. teams like Collingwood last year, they uh, seemingly weren't ready, yeah. weren't talked about top eight discussion. Yeah. They did it and by the midway point of the season they're a fully fledged yeah. top eight side. Yeah. Um I think the Crows, they've got a forward line that really rivals any yeah. team in the comp. You've got yeah. Rankin now on that yeah. big money deal. Taylor Walker still has has turned back the clock in the last couple of seasons he's against really, the He's ripe, isn't he? He's, he? He just gets better every season with age. He does. Uh, Rochelle, um, fantastic young player. Fogarty yeah. uh, really, really turned the corner late now, last he year. He needs to have a big season, the Fog. Yeah. And, and like Phil Thorpe. Phil Thorpe. He he, was the next he's one another one that's to. like, God, just has, has basically gone under the radar since he started his AFL career, but probably doing some really nice things yeah. um, at West Lakes. Like the Crows, they have something cooking, don't they? Like yeah. I, I can't quite tell what it is, but it's something. Something's happening down there. Like, like you said, Rankin is a brilliant, he's a superstar. Dawson's brilliant. Laird is a gun. Mm. Um, I feel like their defense is a real issue though. And um, they like, I feel like naturally they're they're quite a defensive and, and scrappy team over the mm. last couple of years, and they've scrapped their way to a number of wins. Um, yeah. They basically destroyed Carlton's season last year. Um, but I, I don't know. I I feel like their their defence is just a little bit too weak to really go for mm. it. Yeah. yeah, I do agree with you on that front. It's probably where I've got a big question mark. Yeah. I think um yeah Jordan Dawson though in that midfield yeah. delivering that. Footy to um, those. Well, I, I didn't mention Shane McAdam is the other one that I was yeah. going to allude to. But if that's the kind of starting six you've got in your forward line, mm. and you've got um, someone like Jordan Dawson delivering it to them up front. Oh yeah, um, got Laird that rolls through there yeah. as well. Keys, Sloan's back this year Sloan's as well. Back, I think um, they're going to be for- formidable. Yeah, that's yeah. For sure. From uh, well, from the midfield forward, they are very good. Yeah. Um, the defense, like they lost. They lost Kelly over the off season and and just thin back there. But if they can fill a few holes, they will like again. I reckon they can be a, a bit of a force moving forward. Um, now the Adelaide, the other Adelaide team in in Port Adelaide, I don't know about them. I'm really not sure. Yeah, I, I, I a lot of talk. I'm hearing that Port could like, oh, they're back in the eight, yeah. or they make the top four, or yeah. I just don't see it. Nah, me I, neither. I know. I mean, there's big talk about Jason Horn Francis and. And him really, really coming to his own at Port Adelaide, but yeah, I, I don't. I'm, I, in all honesty, I don't follow Port probably as closely as I should, being here in mm. South Australia. Yeah. So I, I'm very hesitant to knock them based yeah. on that. But I just purely think there's teams that are around them that seem to have more upside. Yeah, I, I, I would I, agree. I don't know who they're knocking out of that top eight either. Yeah. Really, I mean, I know I've just said the Crows could 
jump in there as a, as a, a real roughie. But yeah. um, if I'm uh, looking at this with my thinking cap on, I just think Porter probably just out of that eight. I think they're probably yeah. around that. I, I think ninth, that they. I think they're a good side. I feel like they just they just can't squeeze in. You know, mm. Carlton's going to be really good this year. I feel. Um, I think we've said that for the last um, ten years straight, but. You know, they've if if they are up to it, they've got to jump in there somewhere. Um, someone will drop out. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be Port that's going to be jumping in. Um, the other thing with with Port Adelaide is they've got a lot of players that are at opposite ends of their careers. Like they've got a lot of old guys mm-hmm. and they've got a lot of really young guys. Now yeah. the likes of Connor Rosie and Butters and Dersma, they are Jets, but they're they're still they're still quite young. They haven't reached their their peak yet, which is scary because. God, they're good players. Um, but I feel like that they don't have too many that are in the absolute prime of their career, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I feel like that's that that's a challenging um, uh, premise to get um, coaching staff to make, make that click when you've got a lot of old talent and a lot of young talent and not, not too much in the middle. Definitely. So obviously round one tomorrow night. Yes. So everyone, so excited. please, we cannot stress this enough. Oh, I'm going to be tossing and turning in bed <laughs> going, are they in? Have they got their tips in? Yeah. Are they ready? Are they oh. ready? Yeah. I just really want everyone to be yeah. involved this year. We want everyone to be involved. Lady Luck wants everyone yeah, they to be involved. Yeah, they definitely want people 100%. involved. 100%. So um, please jump on board. Uh, obviously, all the deets are on our social media. Mm-hmm. Um Make sure you check that out. Yep. Get involved in the comp. Join the comp. The Have AF- fun. AFL website. Yeah. Have fun. Win the prizes. And they're there to be won. If you're a local to the Adelaide Hills or just anywhere in Adelaide, go and get mm. yourself a coffee from Lady Absolutely. Luck. Absolutely. Because um, we will be. Yeah. Definitely. You'll see us there. Hundred percent. Easy. All right, mate. So only a very um, concise general chat this yes. week because um, we've simply done a lot of it at the start of the oh, show. I know. I know. Like we said off the top, it was a. It's a bit of an odd show. To kick things off with, but that's okay. Lopsided. Yeah. Lopsided show. Yeah. Heavy at the front. Front heavy. Front heavy. With general. Yeah. 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 Um, so I'm, I'm, um, um, tuck it out now. Yeah, me too. Juicy sport content in the yeah. middle. Yeah. I, I really uh, loved our chat about the cricket. That me was too. really good. And a little slice of general to finish yeah, off. Little, so yeah, little teaser. A little, um, thing we're going to be introducing this year is iPhone notes. Yeah. So yeah. A, lot, a lot of shit happens in our week. Yeah. And we just simply like, that's fucked. Yeah. And we just have to write it down yeah. straight away. Straight like, away. Like, I've got so much <laughs> from the last six months. Yeah. Well, we've got, we've got an off season's worth of iPhone notes. Yeah. 100%. And like, it didn't make sense to, to roll with them in, in general because like we had so much to, to cover between cricket and the AFL and the wedding and the buck show and the tipping and this and that. So we're just going to little slice into the iPhone notes. 100%. And you don't want to cast them away. Either. No, that's right. Because these are hidden gems. Yeah. Um, so I'll start us off. Yeah, these are often just crook as as crook well. as, and this yeah. is this is proper crook. Yeah. <laughs> so this is something that really has yeah. got my goat. Yeah. People that put their tissue boxes on their dashboard. Yeah, what's with that car? That's wrong. That is fucking no good. Back dashboard too. Oh, <laughs> like, even more insulting. Yeah. yeah, and it's often located next to a straw hat that hasn't been on anyone's so, head. Like, that is just in so years. inconvenient yeah. as well. Like yeah. When have you been going 110 <laughs> down the freeway and reached to the front dashboard yeah. and grabbed a tissue to blow a big snotter out? <laughs> Never. It just simply doesn't happen. No. And it doesn't look good either. No. No. Um, or the back dashboard. Back dashboard, that is even more inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
There's no way of getting to that. Unless you're a bloody go-go gadget and you can reach over. <laughs> Elastigirl. Yeah, and grab it. It's just not going to happen. So no. that actually shits me <laughs> yeah. hard. So if any listeners do put their tissue boxes on their dashboard yeah. or anywhere visible in the car. Yeah, get them down. Get them down now. Mm. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Um, so that, that really did get me. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, that's what I've got this week. No, that's good. If you reckon. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, that's why it's often crook shit. Yeah. Um, this stuff doesn't often come to light on the pod because there's, there's often better stuff that, that, mm. that we end up rolling with. But like at the time you think, oh, I could go with that. You could. And then you often shouldn't. We'll finish off this week. It's been a yep. good first show of the season with some DMs. Yes. So, um, you know how much I love this you segment. You love your DMs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, when I read out one first from uh, Joe Kingston, he yes. said he just joined the Tipping League. Good on him. Um, much love from New Zealand. Going to smoke you guys. Okay. So thank you. Thank you, Joe. Yep. We love that. Yep. We'll see We'll see how Joe likes the um, – if he, if he ends up winning, whether he – um, is ever able to redeem the um, coffee voucher that he'll win. <laughs> <laughs> we hope so. He's hope more so. than welcome. Yeah, come yeah. come over. Yeah. Um, now, our good friend Josh Hannum. Yes. I did ask him about what he thought on the Port Adelaide season, being a, a tragic Port Adelaide fan. And he said um, they're under a lot of pressure. He says that if, um, if the trials are anything to go by, we have a slow start to the season like last year, no real forward structure, we have no trouble getting it in there, but our key forwards have not been solved. Key forward issue has not been solved. Take a few rounds to gel, but on paper, that the team can go far, but he sees them finishing 10th to 6th. Right. Hinkley axed mid-season for Josh Carr stepping Ooh, in. There you go. Juicy. That is juicy content. Yes. Juicy Josh. Well wow. done. That's unreal. We love that. Yeah. And to another Josh, Josh wow. Maloney, he said... Uh, in relation to the Australian and Indian Test Series. Beautiful. Um, he said it was a success mm. because uh, when was the last time Australia won a test in India? Which is probably a fair shout. Long time ago. Yeah, so um, thanks for that, Josho. Good on you. Yeah, we appreciate that, mate. That's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. Now, it is time to get out of here. Um, up. What a what a, I liked that first show. I feel like we dove straight back into it and we were we were okay. It was a it was an odd show. Next week will be just crazy cuz you're not here. Um, you're going over to New Zealand for going a wedding. Auckland, yes. That'll be great. Have fun Thank and you're you. leaving me here to buddy Bumble my way through setting this whole thing up. Well, I'm away for two weeks, so you'll, you'll oh, be... Um, two weeks. You'll have Teeks and um, another co-host. Josh we'll, Hannam will Josh be on Hannum. next week. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll have those two for company yep. um, at least next week. We Absolutely. know that. And uh, I'll be back for the fourth episode. Well, stick around for then. Um, now, we must thank the great man, Johnny Zealy, who has... He's from Ray White Adelaide Hills, and he has teed up this fantastic room for us to record in here in Woodside. Um, so this show is proudly sponsored by Johnny Zealy and his team at Ray White. If you need any assistance in buying, selling, leasing, or even a health check on your home loan, go no further than Johnny Zealy, Ray White, Adelaide Hills. He will sort you out. Well done, mate. And people, please do that. Yeah. And welcome to the team, Lady Luck, as well. Get your tips in. Get in the competition. Tyler, I'll see you in two weeks' time. Have fun over in New Zealand. Yeah, I'll have a good time for you and all the listeners. Good man. Catch ya. Catch ya, guys.